guys, welcome to part two of our conversation with Kelly uh, about open relationships. Uh, we have had amazing feedback with this episode, well, the, the first part. Um, it was such an interesting conversation, but here's part two. Um, we just get a little bit deeper into it. Uh, enjoy and make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, check out um, the bio in our Instagram and you can get to our TikTok and the episodes. Um, so yeah, make sure you follow us on everything. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps us a lot and honestly, it boosts our ego. <laughs> no, it's just a joke, but uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy part two. Yeah, and so I think you need to, everyone should try to be more self-aware mm-hmm. um, when it comes to like those types of pointing out other people's flaws it's like everybody's in mirror if something about somebody bothers you it's because internally you're either insecure about being perceived that way yourself very true or you know it's a yeah so usually you just got to take a second look in the mirror and be like hey what it what it why what's the real problem yeah why is this bugging me why does it actually bug me yeah right yeah we we spoke about that in our last episode in projection when we were speaking about like how like a parent will come home angry from work and take that out on the kids you know projecting the anger but i mean honestly if if on the drive home they just sat and thought like why am i angry and actually just thought (laughs) about it they would come home and be like shit i know i'm angry i'm not gonna take this out on anyone yeah and it's just so so, it's such a simple thing (laughs) it it, It seems simple i I, I, it's hard to understand that 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 someone can't you know if they're sad or upset or whatever just ask themselves why You'll figure it out. It's not, it's not that <laughs> it's hard. It's not rocket science, bro. <laughs> Usually, you can find a reason for that yeah. emotion. Like, I I have a roommate right now where she's very um, empathetic. Like, she takes on energies very quickly. Like, I came home one day and I was just I didn't said anything. I didn't feel like my body language was you know giving me away or whatever. But she's like, dude, I feel so angsty right now. Like, I feel so stressed. I'm like. What have you been doing all day? She's like, literally nothing. And then you got here. And I'm like, I haven't said anything. She's like, dude, no. what is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking stressed. <laughs> and, yeah. like, um, and they had been a bunch of things compiling. But we, I love her so much. She's literally like a therapist, even though she's not. But she's really good at psychoanalyzing me. And she's like, this is what you think it is. But it's probably way deeper. And here's my idea of what I think it is. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I'm like, I never thought about that before like that, you know. Um, but it's good to hear from your friends, um, just their perspectives. Yeah, Because it can perspective. give you an idea. Yeah. And then a therapist gives a professional perspective. Yes. <laughs> you should yeah. not only go to your friends, you should definitely seek professional intervention if you're really struggling with any issues. But, you know, especially mental health. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. But on to the topic of open relationships, I just wanted to kind of dive into this a little bit. Um, so my partner is not very, what do you call it? He's not very like promiscuous. Like mm-hmm. when, when, you know, he's had hookups or whatever before, but he doesn't like sleep around. And so I've been mentally pre- trying to prepare myself for if him testing out his openness were to ever happen, because it's way easier said than done, right? Like how cool he's been this whole time, I have no idea how hard that must have been for him to mm. manage his emotions, like, re- you know, control his jealousy, and then just be happy for me. And I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for if and when that ever happens, if it ever happens. He works, like, a lot, so he hasn't even had a chance to, like, get out too much. Um, but it'll be interesting to, to navigate it. And I think... Um, 
the beautiful thing about open relationships is understanding that your jealousy is real and it is valid and you shouldn't try to hide it or push it down. Like feel your feelings. Hmm. But like you said earlier about projection, don't push it on yeah. your partner. You feel away for a certain reason. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with the way someone feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel that way for a reason. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> a reason that feeling comes yeah. up. Jealousy is actually a secondary emotion. It's not a primary. So usually that jealousy is rooted in something. Yeah, and that jealousy is usually a fear of abandonment. Mm. But if you're secure enough in your relationship, like, of course, that like we all have that deeply rooted childhood fear. Mm. But if you can acknowledge it and be like, it's fine, like he's not going to leave or she's not go- or they're not going to leave. You can kind of calm it down and be like, we have already talked about this. Yeah. And it's about wow. managing your emotions. Just thinking about that now, because if you're in a, a monogamous relationship and you have that jealousy, that jealousy, if you're in a monogamous relationship and someone has sex with someone else or any kind of intimacy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then not only does the jealousy come up, but they break the trust. And then also you have to break up as well. And that's the end of the relationship if it's a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you have the conversation of having an open relationship um, and you're comfortable talking about, you know, having uh, intimacy with someone else, mm-hmm. then you, you'll just feel the jealousy and the relationship doesn't have to end. Which is actually a kind of a pro of the whole, you yeah. know, of, being, of having open relationship. You want to try it now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clip for you. Like, yeah. Like, He's like, oh, shit, yeah, hold on. This kind of sounds <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, yeah, like, no, why I get people it. No, would want to do that? Like, it's still not something I would want to do, but like, I get it. A lot of people no, are like, I oh, understand. I would never do that. Yeah. Like, I have uh, somebody that I know that's like, oh, I would never do like an open relationship. That's so stupid. And they, this person has cheated on several people, and I'm like, oh, so, but like, cheating's okay then. What was that knocking? I think it's a it's the paper because your window's open, huh? The what? Your window's open. What it's the back. It's the backdrop going. Anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah, I hear that. But anyway, it's just kind of like, like we talked about earlier at the beginning where people are, think it's, it's not okay, but they're more used to the idea of cheating than they mm-hmm. are to the idea of just talking to your partner in advance. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. There's I, a mind way, fuck, honestly. There is. is a way to be an ethical slut. Mm. I'm just gonna say it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I th- uh, yeah, as long as intentions are set and like you're happy to, co- I don't know, communicate yeah. or comfortable communicating about it as well. Yeah. That's something that's very difficult. Well, that's the but thing what, is, what you, you said, have to have those conversations even if you're not. Happy. No, I know. As, as like you right. said, yeah, you, you you said it pretty well. You just have to do it, and after a while, it gets better and better. Yeah. Dude, because you're practicing it, right? Yeah. It's like. It's, your, it's getting out your comfort zone. It, it, it is, day. dude. It's like anything. The, the more you practice, the better you get. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's how it always should be. Like, can you imagine being able to say anything to your partner that's, like, obviously not, a, like, offensive, but just being able to <laughs> express your emotions in a way and not feeling nervous mm-hmm. about uh, having <laughs> them get upset. My mind is just blown. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've just clicked in a whole other way. I'm yeah. sorry. But I, I kind of do want to go back to what you said, like, the security and you find like the security that you find in somebody else mm-hmm. and that fear of abandonment if they do leave and personally because my attachment um my attachment style is avoidant same um <laughs> i personally feel that if you find the security in yourself first mm-hmm. you'll never like 
I mean, yes, it will, it will hit you and it will be sad, you know, like imagining your life without somebody else being in it. Mm -hmm. But I think it's always better to have that security within yourself so that you're not constantly always chasing for it. Mm -hmm. Because that's where codependency comes in. Exactly. And there's that cycle of like, the of or like the codependent partner finds an avoidant partner one's always chasing one's always running and there's just they're going through the motions the anxious and the avoidant yeah yep it's so true i i freaking love that you brought that up because i oh my goodness sorry the topic you were just talking about <laughs> i totally spaced it in my brain right now you're good um, but you were saying about how you need to be secure in yourself yeah and that's why i think it's so important for people to be alone yeah because how many relationship hoppers do you know that are never single like the moment they're single they have oh, something else yeah like so i've seen people. some people and yeah. it's because you're filling a hole it's you're filling a void yeah filling a void when really i mean we all know this it's easier said than done though like you need to take time for yourself become a whole and then you can yes. share that with somebody yeah. Yeah. when you're in a relationship you're not giving them a piece of yourself you are already whole yourself and you're just sharing and radiating your energy with them. I dated a guy very briefly, (laughs) very briefly, who thought that every single person you had sex with, you were like giving them a piece of you, of like your soul. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, like I can kind of understand where he's coming from, but I was like, dear God, I would have no pieces left. (laughs) Okay. What the fuck? Like, I would have none. How many pieces are we talking about, Catherine? It's all Monopoly, just trying to gather pieces. (laughs) But that's not how I view it at all. How I view it is you're a life force. You're radiating energy. We come from the same stuff the sun does. You you have an infinite amount. And you're giving this person a piece uh, not a piece because i don't like using that word you're sharing your energy with that person for exchanging energy time mm. yeah and it's an exchange it's not i'm giving this to you it's not Keep like it. you're, you're not taking my virginity we <laughs> yeah. are sharing sex like yes. it's it's very different perspective and so yeah that relationship ended very very quickly um, <laughs> but yeah it was the idea that you are already whole, you don't need to go looking for your other half, is yeah. huge. And if you don't fill that hole yourself first and, and realize that you can be independent and happy and alone, whole, yeah. alone then you're not going to be with another person. Because one person is not going to be able to fill that hole all by themselves. Yeah, You have to do it yourself. And like yeah. you said, being dependent enough and secure enough with yourself to be able to be alone it's so important it's dude it's more important than we think because there's a lot of people that are just afraid to be alone you know yeah a lot of people and we talked about that and it's like um are you are you just more i don't know we just we just had a conversation about it and it's you know it's it's pretty crazy because i can see in a lot of situations and relationships in my life that they're together not because they want to be it's because they're scared to be alone and, and they that don't sucks. yeah i know it sucks you know they're scared to go into the abyss you know mm-hmm. and like, into the unknown and i'm like dude instead of being scared of it be like excited. have that be that motivator to yeah. fucking go into the abyss experience it like figure it out get out of your comfort zone because it's extremely uncomfortable it is uncomfortable but it's all about perspective right and obviously it's scary but being alone can also be the most exhilarating fun time of your life you get to go wherever you want 
to hang out with whoever you want and become whoever you want. Mm -hmm. You want to become a bodybuilder in six months, even though that'd be really fucking hard. Do it. Mm -hmm. You want to become a famous podcaster. Do it. Like you, you want to become the person that you've always wanted to be. Do it. Like a dog mom, whatever it is that you want to do, nothing's holding you back. And if you're not, if you have all of your time back instead of trying to feed a relationship that's already dying, <laughs> hmm. you have so much more time that you can focus on yourself and who you want to be. Yeah. And that shit's so important. It's, yeah, I'm thinking about it now and, and, and like, you know, in an open relationship, you have, I don't know, I'm thinking out loud, but so you have your partner and the person that you have a connection with, but you're not like tied down. Like there, there, there's no reason why you can't still have your alone time and be who you want to be and experience, I don't know, stuff with other people. Absolutely. Is, it's very, I don't know, it's very interesting, very minor thing. <laughs> I've just never thought about it like this before, to be honest. Yeah. But it, that's very cool. Yeah, you, of course you can grow with somebody yeah, yeah, and definitely. without them, but it's a lot harder to grow when you're in a constant state of distress, when you're not safe. Because you're pretty much just in survival mode. Yes. And when you're in survival mode, you don't have time to be like, I'm going to become the best version of myself. You know, like you're just trying mm. to survive. You're just yeah. trying to live day to day, drag your feet. Like, cause you're, you know, there's a lot of certain things that can cause chaos, but whether you're single or in a happy relationship or a complicated relationship, as long as you're not just in survival mode, you know, it's a lot easier to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like in a, in like the relationship that you're in now you can focus on yourself more yeah okay wow it's actually been awesome (laughs) so (laughs) i told you before that the idea of having long distance relationship terrified me Mm. it's been awesome we don't get to see each other Uh, we see each other probably like twice a month at least every every month um but when we're not together, we still talk all the time. We still connect emotionally. We FaceTime every night. So I still get that connection. Um, but because I, even though I am in an open relationship, I just I don't just go out every night. Like, oh, like you know, yeah. like, I get that fixed. Yeah. No, I, 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 it's not like that. I have um, right now only one friend that I hang out with and have done stuff with like separate from my relationship. And it's not often. And it's a really good friend that I've known for a long time um, that I trust. And it's it's fun. If we, it, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get cheesy real quick. But one <laughs> thing I love about experiencing, like, girls for the first time or women, I mean, Ooh. is, uh, like, laughing and cuddling, like, in bed. <laughs> like, I know that sounds weird. And don't get me wrong. I do that with my straight girlfriends, too. And, it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Doing it in more of like a cutesy romantic way, mm. it is so fun and it's unique, but and it and it's different, and it to me and I'm grateful that my partner recognizes this, but he's not like he doesn't feel threatened by that, and nor, nor should he be because if something I have very clear expectations with my friend about like my intentions and she knows my situation, um, but if anything were to ever change with my feelings, I would tell him immediately. You know, but it's like you said, all comes down to communication. Oh, we were talking about something right before that and I was going to go into it and I totally forgot. No, you're good. (laughs) So would you say, I'm guessing your love language is physical touch? Yeah, and quality time. Oh, I remember the topic. Okay, sorry. (laughs) So the topic was like, uh, has being in this relationship been beneficial for me and my growth? 
Yes. Because when I'm single, I'm kind of a hoe. Like, I do go out every mm -hmm. night. Like, you know, whatever. Not really, but I go out a lot more. Now that I'm in a serious relationship and he's far away from me, I have to focus on myself. Like, I finally got my career going. I finally left my boring dead end and like six or a work from home job that I'd had for six years. Like, I finally made huge leaps in my journey that I've wanted to for so long and didn't put the time into because I was too busy, like, having fun and not mm. focusing on it. So, having this space where I have this beautiful partner that I have a really deep emotional connection with, but also being forced to literally focus on myself. It has been so beneficial for me. Very, very beneficial. So, yeah. yeah. Stressful. Like, when, once you jump in, once you jump off that cliff, like, you make the leap, essentially, to finally do what mm. you want to do. It is so scary. But having somebody there to support you and, like, walk you through the whole process is really nice. So. What do you, what do you see for you and your partner moving forward? <laughs> like, okay, I know that's a big question, but, like, is it, a type of relationship where you can still see yourselves like co-buying a house, having kids. <laughs> so or, like that's not on your repertoire. Yeah. It's, it's up in the air, I guess. Okay. Um, but I told you like my past quite a bit for the longest time. I was really jaded. Like I said, I was like, I'm never getting married. I don't want kids, blah, blah, blah. Um, and as I get older, I understand that those feelings may change. Like I'm still very much, I still think those things, but I'm not opposed to them changing in the future. Yeah. Um, but I always dated, this sounds so toxic and I know that it is, but I always, when I dated people previously, I'm like, this is fun for now. Like I never mm. dated with the idea of this is gonna be forever okay. because I didn't have faith in long-term relationships. Yeah. And I've healed a lot of my perspectives with that topic now and I understand like they can work. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times they don't, but they totally can. Um, so to answer your question, this is the first relationship that I've been in where I'm like, that's healthy. I could do this. Wow. Like this is really nice. And I could see myself being with you for a really, really long time. If not forever, I hate saying the word forever. Cause it's so cheesy. You're like, you're my forever Valentine. <laughs> and it's like, you're going to get divorced in two years. No, I'm just because I think it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's like it a cute romantic novelty or, you yeah. know, statement, but I think it's so cheesy mm. and I hate being cheesy like that. So it's okay, bro. Be cheesy. Love I, is love. Love, <laughs> is cheesy, well, love is love, but I'm also, I'm not a, like a glass half full or half empty. I'm like, it's half. Like I, I am an optimist, but I am also realistic. Mm. And so, but yeah, I do see myself being with him for a really long time and it would be so nice. And we actually have talked about it and, I think we're both on, a, on the same page. Like, we're still pretty young in our relationship. Like, we've only been hanging out for, like, well, we've been dating for, like, eight months now and known each other for longer. Um, but I could see myself doing it, like, buying a house. That I, Ideally, he would have a house where he lives and I would have a house where I you live. You know what that's called? It's called lat couple. It's called um, living, a, living apart together. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. buying a van and traveling everywhere. Like, oh, that would yeah. be so fun. I don't okay you don't quote me on this I don't remember where I got the statistic but I have read it from multiple places but apparently um, when relationships when two people in a relationship have their own space 
they're way more likely to succeed. Whether that yeah. be their own apartment, whether that, that be too. their own bedroom, or just even their own office space. Like somewhere that you can go that is yours, mm. that you can decompress, unwind, and just be alone. Like being around somebody 24-7 is not good. It's not so, healthy for anybody. You need your space. Yeah, you need oh, space. Oh, makes me want to run. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend who has lived with her partner for a long time and you know you share a car or share this or share that like when you are around somebody 24 7 it does not matter how nice they are you will get so annoyed yeah you will. you're like um excuse me you're breathing too loud it's bothering me <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. i mean yeah. they haven't said that or anything but like you know it, it you need yeah. your space and so ideally i think that'd be awesome it would be so nice and i could see it happening realistically and i i think it it's like exciting to me yeah <laughs> i've seen that too I, I saw somewhere it was a while ago that um married couples that uh travel for work often or one of the partners travel often for work actually seem to be a lot happier mm-hmm. than couples that you know do the same nine to five every single day and see each other every day as long as there's trust <laughs> i mean yeah i guess that's also <laughs> yeah, that's important. yeah i yeah. mean what's he doing on the business <laughs> yeah. Trips, huh? yeah. <laughs> that's why he's so happy he doing, huh? <laughs> no yeah. exactly and i i I think yeah, I can go both ways for sure. But as long, but you need time for yourself, and you if do. you're not getting it, you're gonna take it out on your partner like unconsciously, yeah. you know. And so you gotta have other hobbies, have other friends, um, preferably yeah. live separately. But that's not have the case for everyone. Yeah. Have, have another life outside your relationship. I think is so important. Yes, yeah. you what have the fuck? Hundred percent. Your friends, where you go, you go yeah. on your own. Trip. You have you your, your friends. Sleepovers. Yeah. You have fucking wine night. charcuterie boards like (laughs) you know like where it's separate where you're like hey like hey babe like i want to have a girls night can you fucking go get some beers with your boys like yeah yeah. you know a healthy balance yeah a healthy balance i think that's very yeah dude because i know a couple a married couple that lived together and worked together and their relationship was struggling dude Mm -hmm. they went to couples counseling and that still didn't help i've been to couples therapy (laughs) <laughs> me too <laughs> with my ex and my dad made so much fun of me he he grew up in a generation where like therapy wasn't well as well accepted he only made fun of me because he's like you know you're not married right and i was like but you so? don't have to be married exactly and, dude and that's what my castle told me fuck you dude, that's <laughs> the toxic like mentality that older oh, people have they yes, think oh unless you're married or have kids like you don't have to worry like, about your... fixing your relationship yes like, like what the fuck no you should learn how to the biggest literally. thing that i took thank away you, from Kelly. therapy thank yeah. you no seriously you're literally the only fucking person bro that's have said something like this <laughs> no yeah i it's no, well, you I, too, but, you know. I wanted it to work. Move. I I wanted it to work even if we didn't have a kid together, even if we didn't have a marriage. Like, I wanted to learn how to have him in my life because I really, really wanted it. And I learned a lot of really good stuff in therapy, but at the end of the day, like, it just wasn't going to work. You looked like you had something you had to say. No, no, no. I, I, I Like, it's not that I don't agree. Like, you can do it if you want to do it. I mean, who am I to say? But I think that, especially at our age, um, if two people just aren't working, it's like, you know, you're just not working. You can't figure it out. Like, you're so young. You still have more people to meet and people that are maybe better for you. There's, I don't think that therapy is necessary, especially when you're young. For couples therapy, sorry. It just, I, disagree. I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. But the reason why I disagree is because... Okay, let me actually take it step by step. Kelly, tell tell What I'm trying to say is, yeah. if you, you think, yeah, I just want to go meet somebody that's more yeah. healthy for me, 
then hell yeah, do it. Because you, like you said, right now when you're young, it's easier. Your yeah. dating pool's a lot larger. It mm. is a lot easier. Fixing a broken relationship is not easy. But I think if you choose that relationship, and you, even if it's not healthy, if you want to try to fix it, yeah. that you effort should. right there is really yeah. beautiful. I, I and you might fix it, you might not, but at the end of the day, if, if it's what you really want, then do it. So if you don't want to try it, obviously, yeah, yeah then you I, won't. You won't. No, yeah, I get that. That's why I wouldn't tell anyone to not do it. I just gave my opinion on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I just I love fucking putting in your place. It just I think what it really comes down to. It depends to on is, how bad you really want it. In yeah, my how bad you really want it, and also how bad you want that person to stay in your life. Yeah. Whether it, it's the same dynamic or a different one. Well, also depends. Like, what what is it that's keeping you together? Is it just the love that you have for each other? Like, is that the only thing? Because I, I I feel like unfortunately that's not enough to keep a relationship nowadays. It's to not. love someone, there has mm-hmm. to be so much more in play. No, there does, and, and that—that's really what it is. Is is love? Yeah. I think, like, this is cheesy as hell, but like, love is the power of like everything. Everything. Yeah. Humans are so fucking emotional. Like, we might think we're practical or analytical. Nah, dude, we're fucking emotional. And so, what the reasons why we do what we do is because we feel a certain type of yeah. way, and that is why you go through those hard times. Why yeah. you push through? Why you try to make? Why you try? Work. Yeah. But. Like you said, it's not easy, and yeah. it might be you know silly when you're young, but I still it's think not a, silly. I think there's a lot of value in it because regardless if the relationship ends up working out or not, you grow. A ton. You'll learn, yeah, and you'll still learn what you appreciate or what you could have done better, or you know what yeah. you could have recognized. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. That's just how I feel. Like if if I was in that situation, I would just say like this clearly isn't working. Let's just cut ties and leave you know mm, it's true but yeah. it's, it's different for everyone yeah it is because everyone's situation every is situation different, you know? is different mm-hmm. yeah so uh, yeah i mean but that's just my opinion it doesn't mean it's right doesn't mean it's wrong no, i just yeah, had opinion. a like very backtrack <laughs> thought about that and what not that i fully wholehearted agree with you but what you said just kind of like brought back a piece of our conversation from earlier about mm-hmm. being codependent and being afraid to leave when you're miserable yeah and uh, the only difference between that and like you know working through it is that you still feel that love there yeah you know? yeah so yeah it, it, it's tough and i mean it's i yeah how, how i could see it is well, i think how i say it is it's it's more of a codependency mm-hmm. which isn't the case obviously all the time mm-hmm. but that's just how i see it and i'm i'm someone who i think you have an avoidant style like if attachment i, I, I guess so i mean uh, in all honesty if if like i said if i'm in that relationship i'm just walking away like i'm not like it's clearly not working you know that's just how i see it i don't see the point in trying if it's not working you that know? makes sense no it, i mean it saves it, you time it, de- it, sure. no, it, it depends on what the issues are yeah. and that's what i say love love isn't enough like if, if if nothing is working, like you're fighting all the time and you're always disagreeing on certain things and whatever, um, and you just can't find a way to compromise and the only reason that you're still together is because you love each other, then it's just like, yo, this isn't working. Or if you're growing apart and you're becoming two completely separate people mm-hmm. and it's just those two people don't get together like they did back in the day, you know, a few years ago, then that's how I feel. I feel like then it's just time, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah. But it, again, I, I, that's my opinion. No, and I, yeah, I, I like hearing things from your perspective, and it does make sense. Um, like you said, people can grow apart, and you might not be compatible with the person that, that they're going right into. Yeah, yeah, because everybody grows in different ways. And there's nothing ways. wrong with that. Yeah. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. 
Um, it's just literally like two different people than what dude. you were. Yeah. Your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 25, bro. Do you <laughs> yeah. think you're gonna stay the same, Karen? Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can grow together. You can grow apart. <laughs> literally, dude. It's crazy, but it's cool yeah. at the same time. It's a bittersweet for sure because yeah. I'm growing, but you know, if you ain't, then mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Well, even yeah. if you are growing, it's just a different way. You know? Yeah, it's just a way we don't teach eye to eye anymore. Yeah, and sometimes you grow together in alignment, and sometimes it doesn't work yeah. out. But at the end of the day, you should just appreciate where you are now with that person, because no matter how you guys change or who changes and who doesn't, like you chose to be with that person for a reason yeah you know and you got to enjoy those experiences while you had them and that's why when i talk about my past relationship like i had no animosity towards it i have nothing but appreciation because i had so many beautiful experiences and i wouldn't take any of them back Mm -hmm. yeah because like loving someone should never be like something you'd want to take back you know Mm -hmm. yeah Or, or even receiving love like you know like like we literally talked about it like I would never. I don't. I. I mean. I would. I would like to say that I would never like to regret loving someone. You yeah. know, because it's a beautiful thing. Like, dude, being in love is a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun and it's exciting and it's like it's better than what they say. It's like in the movies. Like, uh, it's just, it's beautiful. Love yeah. is just a beautiful thing. I think when people um, feel a lot of like anger or regret, really, what they're feeling is hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are trying to. Yeah. Um, they're trying to like step away from those feelings and blame the relationship yeah. when really they're just processing their pain. Yeah. yeah, They're projecting their real feelings in these certain ways. And I feel like that's kind of what, because you said what jealousy is a, a, a second word. It's some, a secondary emotion. Yeah. And I feel wow. like it's pushed by something else like insecurity or something else. Yeah. It's not you actually... have to like always asking why, right? Like, yeah. why am I feeling this? Well, because of that. Well, why did that happen? Or why are you, why did you feel that way about this? And, once you keep asking why, it's usually like 10 times is, or more is when you actually get to the yeah. real reason that you're feeling that emotion, that secondary emotion. And then you can find out what the primary emotion is, yeah. whether that's sadness, you know, fear. Um, yeah, it's it's just interesting when you start to really think about your emotions. And what's yeah, them. yeah. Yeah, they're just insane. <laughs> well, yeah. my God, Kelly, we had an amazing yeah. conversation. I'm telling you, we have this is more than an hour and a half. Hell yeah! It was. It was. I'm glad that you were here. Like you brought so much good perspective. So much knowledge. Yeah. So much knowledge. Like this is. Uh, this is exactly what I want to do. This is. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you but, for having me. Yeah. yeah, dude. Any day, like for real. Like if there's anything that you know you want to come back on and you want to discuss, let me know. You should seriously have me back here, like in six months or a year, and then I can give you an update. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like said, this is my yeah. first successful open relationship. Like I've tried polyamory in the past, Didn't but work. I didn't have the emotional intelligence mm. and neither did my partner or the respect or communication or trust. And so there were so many factors that were missing. Mm. But now that I'm way on a way better start and track i am really excited about this one so i'll have to update you yeah (laughs) so actually now that made me want to ask so do you think like a good stepping stone to like the open like just being open relationship would be starting with an open relationship and then kind of branching off with polyamory like from there then going into polyamory if your goal is polyamory i think uh if you're already in a relationship and you want to try polyamory 
that could definitely be an avenue that you can take. But like we said, it all comes down to just telling them yeah. and being open. If if you are not in a relationship and that's something you want, you should tell that person like day one. If it's serious to you. If it's something you'd like to try but you're not really sure about it, of course, go about it in your own way. But um, when I wanted to be polyamorous really badly in my early 20s, I was like, this is what's going to happen. If you want to date me, it's going to be like this. And they were like, oh, I don't know if I'm like on the same page. Yeah. And that's okay. Uh, you know, find somebody that wants the same thing as you. Yeah. But if you are in a relationship and you want to kind of test it out, I think that would be a good way to start off. Wow. But you have to have a very, good foundation. It's a very us. difficult conversation to have. It is. Especially if you already have yeah, a relationship. Yeah, because, dude, like... I, I often wonder, like, do you want to be polyamorous? Not, not, not polyamorous. Do you want to be monogamous because you genuinely want to? Or is it because society, society makes told you, you yeah, yeah, told you to be monogamous? That they so, told you that it has to be this way. Yeah. And it's like, I almost, I, that's why I question myself, you know? I'm I've like, got some thinking to do for sure. No, yeah. That's why I was like, <laughs> is it because I want to be monogamous? Or is it because society makes it seem like I, that's the only option? Yeah. I love, I freaking love that you've asked yourself that question. I think everyone should. Like, if you understand monogamy and you understand your options out there and you're choosing it because it's what you want, hell yeah. yeah. But if you're just doing it even though you know that you want to cheat on your girlfriend every other week, don't. Like, yeah. if you're just doing it because that's what you're supposed to do and it, you're, you're not normal in society's eyes unless you are monogamous, yeah. but you know that you're not a monogamous person... You're just lying to yourself. Yeah. Like, ask yourself questions what you really want. And, <laughs> I, and I think as more time comes by and more people are opening up about this, hopefully um, there will be more of a, of a path for people yeah. to figure out, okay, how do I even go about that? Yeah. And there are books, there are, there's like documentaries and there's, you know, educators out there that can provide you with a lot of information, but there's not a lot. In mm. It's pretty new. Still. It, it's definitely a, a new age thing. I, I do have another question though. Mm-hmm. So, like, for, so thinking about it, if if I was in an open relationship, um, or even like even polyamorous, I, like me personally, I can't talk to more than one person at once because I just I feel bad. It's still not something I want to do. And like, if I had to have like intimacy with someone else while in a relationship with someone else. I would feel so bad. Well, that you just said like if I had to, you right? But you know in your core that that's not something that you want. Yeah. And everybody has different. Um, for you, I have a lot Values. of friends like that that they say, I can't even talk to other people. Like, even Tinder yeah. dates. Like if they, if I have a friend that if they swap messages back and forth with somebody for a couple of days, they will stop talking to everyone else. Yeah, like, that's how I am. Yeah, and and that's okay if that's mm. who you. Think no, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I know, but. <laughs> But I just, I guess, um, yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm kind of asking like, what like what do you feel about that? Like, does, does that like are you able to talk to like multiple people? Like, doesn't bother you? Yeah. Okay. And it's that I, now I understand your question. Like, you're understanding how could I do that? And it's not in a bad way. I'm just asking. No, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't take it. But it's funny because we all have such different perspectives yeah. and how we think about things. I. When, like I said, when I'm single, I can talk to like a bunch of people at once, even sleep with a bunch of different people, not all at the same time, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and as long as like, I'm, you know, I always tell everybody in advance, I'm not lying to anyone. I'm have protection. Like I'm safe about everything. Um, to, it's not hard for me. And the mm-hmm. reason why it's not hard for me is because to me, physical intimacy and emotional intimacy 
are not always okay. coinciding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can have friendships that are strictly sexual. Wow. Like literally all we do when we hang out is have sex. Wow. And we are really good friends. If like they ever needed anything, they could talk to me. Um, but there's no romance there. Wow. And, and it's not like we still obviously have a, a, a connection, but it's not a really deep emotional connection. But we're both on the same page about it, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually beautiful because we both understand where we're at. Mm. And um, so I, I can very easily separate physical okay. and emotional intimacy. Okay. Mm. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, yeah I, that, that is hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that takes practice, or is it just something <laughs> you always had? Um, maybe my, probably my experience. I think it's okay. because when I first started being sexually active, that was during my parents' divorce. And so I was emotionally like shut off. Okay. Like I had so many self-defense okay. mechanisms up that I really didn't have any genuine connections. Yeah. So all the things that I were doing were for fun. Yeah. It wasn't because I was looking for emotional connection. It's yeah. that I was looking for fun. And so now I can have sex and it can literally just be fun. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. You like you you're able to block out like the not block out, just like separate the yeah. emotional yeah. connection. That, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's really not everybody's like that. No, it's different yeah, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's mind blowing. It, it really is. is. Yeah. It's not and something I thought about before. When I like say this. I'm not emotionally, like, really deeply connected with that person, it doesn't mean that I don't care about them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still really care about them. Like, they're a really good friend to me. Or, you know, and I don't, now that I'm in, um, you know, an open relationship, I actually don't, uh, like, even hardly talk to those people anymore because they know. Like, I, I've communicated, like, hey, I'm in this situation now. I really appreciate you and anything if you ever need anything let me know but um i can't continue the same dynamic that we had before mm-hmm. and like i you know i set clear boundaries and they respect that they're like hey i'm happy that you're happy and i wish you the best i do miss hanging out with you but you know and um so it's healthy mm. yeah I'm, wow. I'm, i feel like i'm pushing the boundary a little bit but <laughs> push it bro <laughs> what what would like what kind of is the criteria that would make you want to have like intimacy with someone outside of your partner my partner like like with someone else other than your partner yeah i mean we all get horny right no yeah, yeah no yeah, yeah, no yeah, i get yeah. that uh, for me currently like if, if i have a part a partner and we're monogamous like you still get urges but of course like i wouldn't do that mm. unless we had talked about it in advance um but um you like desire is an interesting and complex thing Like you can have desires and you can act upon them or you cannot act upon them and it could be as simple or as in a sense like a deep conversation it could be sex like you know desire is a very interesting thing but what it comes down to is kind of what i mentioned earlier about connecting with different people and how they bring out different sides of you for example like I, like the story that I brought up earlier, like cuddling my one of my girlfriends on the couch, the one that I am intimate with, and laughing and being mm. cutesy and like pillow fighting and like making <laughs> out. Like my partner doesn't <laughs> like to just make out. Like he likes to make out to have sex. Mm. And mm. like that's okay. I love sex. So I don't care. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind. It yeah. will almost always lead to that. But have you ever just like made out with somebody just for fun? Well, loves it. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Stay specializing. No, yeah, I have. Not because you want to fuck, but yeah. Yeah, you just want to make out. Yeah, you're You're so dumb. (laughs) No, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You're expressing yourself. There's no expectations. There, there doesn't have to be expectations. And, uh, and 
I don't get that with my partner and I can in, in a healthy, um, different way. And it's okay. So it just goes like it's different dynamics. Yeah, it's it's like a different connection with a different so, person that brings out a different side of you. Yeah, I like want to ask. So with your when you have had other partners that are friends, mm-hmm. after you guys stop sexually connecting, does the relationship end, or can you still can you both still just be friends without being like distanced from each mm-hmm. other? So, um, as far because sex was the reason the main reason that we were friends the main reason that we connected i don't like just hang out with those people anymore Mm. if i saw them somewhere i ran into them at an event i would give them a big hug like maybe we'll send like laughing emojis to each other's memes like you know we still like you know connect but in different ways not in that same way and out of respect for my partner i wouldn't do that unless i let him know in advance um for example like hey i'm going to this concert tonight um if you want to come, you can, but my ex is going to be there. And he's like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Like, super cool about it. Damn. In fact, um, I think it was like six months um, after me and my partner had started seeing each other, my ex had reached out to me. And we had had a big falling out, but we're finally cordial. And he wanted to get dinner and, like, catch up. And so I was so nervous to tell him. I was like, I'm, is it okay? Like, I, I didn't say it's okay because you shouldn't ask your partner for permission. Yeah. But I yeah. said, I'm going to go hang, I'm going to go get dinner with my ex. I want to be very transparent with you. I don't have any romantic feelings for him anymore. And I'm very, like, proud of where I'm at in my healing process. Um, so, like, don't worry. I don't have any intentions on getting together with him ever in the f- ever again. But I feel like this is, I really want this. And I think it'll be, a, um, what do you call it? not coping closure closure there Mm. you go it'll be good closure for me and he said thank you for telling me and kissed me and cuddled me and went to bed like no big deal and i was like wait (laughs) what (laughs) you're not gonna freak out yeah and i went and had dinner with my ex and we were dating off and on for a really long time and it was so nice we just caught up and we're like how are you oh we're both finally doing all the shit we always said we were gonna do we're both healthy and happy now hell yeah and there was no like resentment no anger, no sadness. Mm. It was just nice. I think it's also very important how like open you were about it and how you said it. Like, look, I'm going to have dinner with my ex. Like, I don't have any intentions. I don't want to get or sleep together or anything like that. And I think that's also very important yeah. because if you had just said it like, I'm just I'm gonna have dinner with my ex. Yeah, that's it's it. Like, it leaves like yeah. open questions. You know, yeah, like why? You know, like more communications better. Yeah. yeah. I think I mean not always, but usually over communicating is better than under communicating. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It. And it was so easy. But most people are like, oh, that conversation is so uncomfortable. I can't do it. I'm too mm. nervous. What it, And you get so paranoid in all the what ifs that you don't have that conversation. And then you do whatever you were going to do anyways. And then they find out about it. And now trust is gone. And you yeah. can't get that back. Fully. Yeah. Who yeah. once is broken? God damn, it's hard to get back. Yeah. Like you can maybe, like it's it can be earned back, but it will never be like it was before. Mm. I think also... Um, the reason why you feel you can't communicate is because he created that safe space. Yeah, he did, yeah. And, like, you you know, obviously you can't even get there if your partner isn't creating that already, you know? Right. So I feel like we that's the judged. main step is, like, just creating that safe space and being like, dude, I want you to be open. I want, yeah. like, you can tell me anything, like, you know, like, I love you and I care for you and I want this to be a safe space for the both of us. Mm. You can tell me anything, you know? 
I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time, but I have a you're story. Not. No, you're not. <laughs> this is so interesting. <laughs> I was just thinking in my head, like, how did we even get into the safe of the space? Yeah. And I realized it's because I tested the boundaries so hard at the beginning. And here's what I'm going to say by that. So when I'm freaked out, a lot of the times my, um, like, toxic trait is I push people away. Mm, you're avoidant? Uh, I'm very avoidant. Yeah. So when he first told me that he was going to move before we had the conversation about everything, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like you didn't tell me that you were going to move and like, it's fine, but now like, we're just not going to be together. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's fine. Like we can still hang out. We can still do whatever we want. And I will still like care for you and I want to be in your life. But like, I had no intentions at the beginning being in an open relationship. And this is a really embarrassing story, but I'm going to say it anyways. We went to a party, and I got way fucked up. Like, way <laughs> fucked up. And we ended up going to this club afterward, and I totally make out with this other guy right in front of him. Oh, fuck. Bad. Yup. And I was, yeah, anyways. And I got sick, like, didn't remember half the night, like, puking in the bathroom. Like, I was not okay. And... We get, you know, he, my, his roommate at the time, we all, she was safe to drive. She drives us home. She takes care of me. She's such a sweetheart. And um, I knew what I did was wrong, but I was so scared to have that conversation with him. Two days later, we go on a drive because we needed to talk it out. And I was like, I completely understand if you would never want to talk to me again. Like, that shit was not okay. And he's like, if you look at it from, like, what happened... That was super fucked up and it hurt. And even though we weren't in a serious relationship, like we've been seeing each other for some quite, quite some time. And he said, I'm not justifying your behavior. Like it wasn't okay. But if you look at it from the big picture, you are hurting right now. I'm leaving and that's scary to you. And you're probably self-sabotaging because you don't want to try because you're scared. Well, and he like looked at it from this big picture and took the pressure off me. He's like, yeah, I'm upset, but I, I, I'm not going to hold it against you. Like there's a, it's, there's a lot of reasons why what happened probably happened. And I want you to know, like, I'm not mad at you. It hurt. It sucked. But like, I still want to be with you. And I was like, the fuck? Like, Whoa. you want to, like, I literally just. Bro, did. we need to meet this guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm like, I just literally pretty much pushed him away like I'm bad news let's just not do this because it's too scary to try you're moving I'm scared I don't want to do this a self-defense mechanism wow. I like purposefully tried to fuck it up like a yeah. and, and I, I didn't do it consciously mm. I think it was unconsciously um but then he was like no I'm here like let's do this Damn. and I'm like really after all that and so for me to have that crazy but fucking I'll be back I'm gonna give a charger okay yeah. cool for me to have that crazy of a fucking experience and for him to be like, no, I still want to work through this, that's what set the tone for it to be so safe. That, that's kind of that's kind of a question I did want to ask was when you, like, how, you kind of touched on it earlier with the jealousy, but how, how do you, how does he or how do you separate that feeling? Like the feeling of that, that fucking hurt. Like, I don't blame you. You did what you did, but that still fucking hurt. Like, how do you deal with that so i have no idea okay, <laughs> okay. i have no idea how to he's learn. so good at it um i think what it really comes down to is like he's just been through a lot because mm. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure it does like hurt or whatever but how does he i wonder 
I think he, he releases the I, the attachment of owning me. Mm. Um, and then mostly, he's just experienced a fuck ton of shit. How old is he? Uh, he's 33. And so he he's wasn't like this 20 you know 10 years ago yeah i'm sure um he was not this emotionally mature but but just all of the things that have happened in his life Mm. emotionally that have affected him have made him this mature wow Mm. and i am so blessed because (laughs) i am maybe half as mature i i am i like to think i'm semi-mature it depends on who i'm next to (laughs) but um i have so much to learn from him and that's beautiful been beautiful so that's i it it sounds chaotic as hell because it is but that's how i think our safe space happened because in my head i like you fucked up yeah i fucked up really badly and you're like it's done leave me for it wow well technically we weren't together but you know what i'm saying you guys worked it out yeah you were still wanted to pursue something with me and that didn't like fiend him off that's so cool it was really rad wow are you sure like are you sure that you're sure? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't. I don't mean to cut you off, but I can't. Unfortunately, I can't charge it because all these mics are plugged. Oh, but shit. we will have to end the conversation end here, it. guys. We're at one percent. I need to save this recording. But shit, again, yo. Kelly, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> and how are we gonna leave them? What's next, guys? Thank you so much.